This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we are continuing our series on the Hanhagot of the Baba Salih. And, uh, and today I want to speak about Baba Salih's Hanhagot in regards to how he led the Shabbat table and how he, uh, and how he sanctified the Shabbat because in truth there is much Kedusha that goes into Shabbat and somebody like Rabbeinu Yisrael had a, uh, had a special obviously uh, Avodat Shabbat, Avodat Shabbat that he was able to uh, sanctify the Shabbat to its fullest so let's try to learn from his Anhagot so obviously Yom Shishi the day starts off with reading Shnai Mikra Ve'echad Targum. Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Shekol Mizarot. And uh, like it's written in the Hanagot of the Arizal, uh, there's a whole process. First you read Shlaim Mikra Ve'echad Targum, and then getting a haircut before Chatzot. It's interesting you know, there's a whole question about peot, and uh, I give a shiur about it separately one time. That people think that the longer peot that you have, the better it is. As a matter of fact, if one closely reads the words of the Arizal, he'll see that peot they should only go up if one has peot. They only should go up to his beard, but they shouldn't extend more into his beard. So there's once these Hasidim of the. Um, of the Shomer Imunim that came to Baba Sali with long peot, and he gave them Musar. He told them, no, according to the Arizal, it has to get up to here. You got you to gotta cut your peot off closer to here. Yeah, uh, up to, up to, um, uh, up to uh, the, where the bone opens up, which is right around here. So he didn't like the fact that the peot were very long. They were short. They were, he grew them, and he put them behind his ears. Some don't grow them at all, but definitely to grow them into the beard longer that he, he, he felt that according to that, he said it's not only him, there's many, many sources like this. I, I, I gave a shir about it separately at a different time, how that was, uh, that, that it definitely, it should be, it should, it, it should be cut, it, it should be cut shorter. What? So that they, they, they the first time they keep the peot, right. They have the mitzvah, the first time when they cut the hair, peot, right. Okay. After Tevilat Mitzvah, uh, he would already start getting ready. Kidesh Yadavir Aglav. He started, he, 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 there is a separate inyan to wash your, your, hands, uh, your hands and your feet. Remember we spoke about a few weeks ago that wash, we don't do Netilat Yadayim on our feet every single morning. And the reason is because we'll, there is so much Tum'ah on there, we won't be able to get the Tum'ah fully off. But Erev Shabbat, we're able to get the Tum'ah off. So we're Yotze through a shower. But Baba Saleh, he, he did Mamash Netilat Yadayim on his feet. He wore Arba Bigadim Levanim, right? Like it says that to wear Arba Bigadim Levanim. Each one can get one of the letters of Yud Ke Vavke. And we're into Shabbat already. Okay. Now, uh, when... when uh, number one is that when he entered Shabbat, he would start already with uh, announcing Da Siuda 
dechakal tapachin kadishin, and he would go around the table. One, he would go around the table um, from right to left and go back to his place, and then he would take hadasim. Uh, I'm still trying to get somebody to get me a myrtle branch, uh, uh, a bush that we could plant that we could always have our hadasim. We got to find that, Adam. Could you try to find that? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that would be a big deal if we could get hadasim before Shabbat. It shouldn't be so hard in Los Angeles. Shouldn't be so hard in Los Angeles. So then, uh, then, then he, he would make the brachav bore atzim b'samim, and he would do another hakafa. So these were, these these were the hakafot that be the mikubalim, and um, and when he would sing shalom aleichem, it's known that we don't say b'shiftechem leshalom, right? We say boachem leshalom, barchuni leshalom, betzetchem leshalom. Uh, three times, but we don't say b'shiftechem leshalom because you don't want them to, to go back. What b'shiftechem? Go back to your place. We don't. Uh, it says like this. It says like this. They they don't sit in their place. In other words, when they come, they come, the, the malachim come and they give a biracha. And then they go back. They don't sit and they don't schmooze with you over there in your Shabbat meal. So, so he would say like this. But Basari would say like this. Bishiftechem means come and sit, have a little bit of time, and then go back. They have a mission. Malachim have a mission. They go. They are they are told to uh, they are told uh, they they are told to say a blessing if they see that everything is mitukan Shabbat. Then they go right back. So you tell. You're not telling them to sit down and then to go back. They're going on their own. So you say, means sit down and then I tell you to go. It doesn't work that way. Now, we say it three times. That's, a, that's another... That's another um, yeah, <laughs> you're going to force the same. You know, Malachim have a special mission. Now that you mentioned it, you know, people... People have been uh, circulating the Zohar Kadosh and the Idra Rabbah around in wake of what happened in Miron. So the Zohar Kadosh is talking about the following. I'll tell you what the Zohar Kadosh says. I told you beforehand, I don't get paid enough money to give prophecy. So, so I'll tell you that, 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 that this is what's written in the Zohar Kadosh, and you can do, and you can do what you want with this, uh, with this pirush. It's written, it's written the following, Parashat Naso. The Idra Rabbah, I think it's page Kufnun Kufmem Daled Amudbet, that uh, that there was the Idra of Rabbi Shimon learning with his ten, with his ten, with the, with the ten chaverim, Asher Lichod chaverim, with the ten chaverim. Three of them were niftar because they were learning the Sodot Torah. It was on the day of the Hilula of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. That's when all the secrets were revealed, and and there was so much Torah being learned that that they got so close. To Rabbi, Rabbi, um, they got so close to the Shekhinah that Lo Alenu they departed. Lo Alenu they departed. So Rabbi Shima, Rabbi Yesa, Rabbi Chizkia, and I think Rabbi Yossi, and, and they were very much bitzar. Rabbi Shimon was very much bitzar. He says, "How can it be that they left? Maybe they, maybe we made a mistake by revealing the secrets before the time that they were supposed to be revealed from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu till now." Then Rabbi Shimon smelled the smell of Ganed and he says, obviously they're in a good place and he didn't worry. But then Rabbi Shimon says, why didn't Eliyahu and Navi come to our gathering of learning Torah? He always learns Torah with us, these great secrets, why didn't he come? 
So he asked Eliyahu Navi. He had a direct line to Eliyahu Navi. He asked Eliyahu Navi, "Why didn't you come to learn with us?" Eliyahu Navi said, I, "In truth, I was on my way. I was going to come, and then Kadosh Baruch Hu tied me up in a mission. I had to go on a mission. What was the mission?" Rav Hamun Nasaba and another Rav were trapped in the palace of the Roman Emperor. So I went there to save them, and I had to pull them out. And this great wall fell on forty-five of the generals of the Rome of the Romans, and I saved them. I saved Rav Nasaba. I gave them bread and water, and I revived them. And, Rabbi, uh, and this was all on the Hebrew of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. That's what's written in the Zohar Kadosh. Now it is interesting. There was. Uh, yeah, Idra Rabbah. It's in the Idra Rabbah. So there, there was 45 people killed on the Hidra of Rabbi Shimon. But uh, it was, it's not that there's gonna, people are saying all types of funny things with that. You know, you first gotta read the Zohar, and then, and then you wanna, again, that, then you wanna be a prophet, you could be a prophet. But either way, why did I bring this up now? Because Eliyahu uh, Navi, like, like, also, he has a mission. He has to go to a mission, he does it, he comes back. That's what the that's what the the malachim are there. They have a mission. They take care of it. They come back. Okay, so Rabbi so so uh, he used Babasari used to use the cup of Rabbi Yaakov Abichsera, the famous minhag of the mikubalim of the Abu Chatzera family is to take it with both of their hands and they hold and they hold the the they hold the actual um, the actual plate with their five fingers and uh, that, that's their minhag. It's based on Rabbi Yaakov's understanding. In uh, in uh, in these inyanim, and um, you know, one time the 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 kos kiddush got a little bit ruined, so they had to send it to Miknes to get fixed. So in Miknes, what they did is that they they made a gold rim around it in order to fix it. Here you have a picture over here, it's a gold rim that was uh, that was the cup of Rabbi Yaakov. And a gold rim, right? I don't know. I don't know. We got to find out which one of the grandchildren have it. Maybe Rabbi David. We have the cup in Arizona of the Nitilat Yadayim cup. That we have. Yeah, go, go find Yeah. I didn't see it's for sale. So, so he was, he was, he was very. He was very much bitzar because kesef silver is rachamim and gold is din. So he didn't like he didn't like the fact that it was there was gold over there. Eventually, he said, "You know what? There's a little bit of gold because that gets sweetened up by the wine, by the by the by the by the cup, which is rachamim." Okay, um, you know. No, because the gold is din, and kesef So he didn't like the fact that they put gold in it. But then he saw that it's that that the silver sweetens up the gold, so it's okay. There was silver, and the, the rim was gold. They fixed it. Okay, so the the famous table of Rabbi Yaakov Abichsera was exactly the the size how it was in the Beit Hamikdash, which is a question in itself. How could you do that? I'm not going to get into that right now. There, it was exactly 101 centimeters by 51 centimeters and it was high 76 centimeters. Those of you who are not Canadian and you don't know what that is, too bad, look it up. Now, um, yeah, okay. And obviously he held of the 12 kikarot, he had 12, uh, uh, 12, 12 kikarot like it is on Shabbat. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, 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 like, like, it, like, like it is uh, in the Arizal. Now, one thing is that 
by Kriyat Torah, interesting, like we are very makbid in Magenavot that we take out the rimonim that are in the Sefer Torah and we put the rimonim specifically on the on the Sefer Torah to give it to, to, to have a kedushah that you're putting the the, 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 the we call it in, in Morocco the tapuchim. But we take that and we put them, we give it to a child to put directly so that there should be some type of keter that we're putting on the Sefer Torah. And there's reasons according to Kabbalah. But Basali not only did that, he would have a special box for the Rimonim, put them in the box, and whenever it's Kriyat Torah, I take them out, put them on Sefer Torah, and then put them back in the box. He was very, very makbid on that. So I was happy to see that. And that's what we try to do as much as we can, that the Rimonim always, before we put them back in the in Anunakudah, should be taken off, and when taken out, should be put it back on Dafka. We try to do that as much as we can. And, um, and you know, one time, Baba Saleh was in the city of Azru. Yeah, he was by Azru. And it was during the week that they were reading Parashat Bechukotai. And there was the Tochachot, the Klalot. So the way it worked in Morocco and many other places wow. is that people got really nervous going up to the Tochachot. So they would, uh, in some places, what they would do, they would go outside, them, find some homeless guy, tell him, come, come, come for a minyan. And, and then and they did get him quick to, to go, that's, that's how they used to do it. They, they, they'd give him an aliyah, or a guy who didn't, who, didn't, who didn't know what was going on. That's how they would, that's how they would give him Kirat Torah. In this, shab, in this Bet Knesset, they were smarter. They didn't have any homeless people. So they didn't take out the Sefer Torah at all. They were scared to take out the Sefer Torah. They took out the chumash and they were reading the parasha on their own. Ay, 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 ay. So Baba Sari got so, got, got upset them. He said, not only that, he took out the Sefer Torah and, and, and he would get the aliyah for the tochachot to show that there's no problem with it. Same thing with Kriyat Shema is that, uh, is that, is that when we get to Vichara Af Hashem, you know, the Minag of most places that they're quiet. He was against that Baba Sari. He read it out loud. He says, first of all, when you're quiet, people who are following might not say that. And then they're missing some of the, some of the, of the, of the lines of the Shema. But he said it out loud. There's nothing to be afraid. These are all superstitions. Everything's that the brachot are written in the Torah. And he would do it himself. And, uh, and, and, and that's how he did it. And afterwards he prayed, Tfilat Musaf. Okay, um, that's enough for today. And Bezat Hashem will continue on the Inyan of Shabbat. Everyone should have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.